One, two, three, four. Screen time, screen time, screen time, screen time. Screen time. It's my screen time too. Screen time, screen time. Hello and welcome to It's My Screen Time Too, a podcast where two moms sacrifice their recommended for you cues on all streaming platforms so other parents don't have to. I'm Deborah. And I'm Katie. And I have a seven-year-old, almost eight-year-old, and two four-and-a-half-year-olds. And I just have the one. He's two years old. Our kids are pretty adorable, aren't they, Deborah? They are adorable. Have yours done anything particularly adorable since our last chat? Well, our the school where my second grader goes had a fall festival, and they had some carnival rides and I can't believe this but my four-year-olds are big enough to ride a ride called the tornado but I can't go on rides anymore so a mom friend of mine took my kids on the ride and I watched her four-year-old who was too short not ready for it and they spent the whole time yelling, Tony, that's my second grader, Tony, we can do the tornado. <laughs> <laughs> that's adorable. But I have to ask, why can't you ride rides anymore? I had vertigo. Oh, no. Last year. And so I can barely even like look at rides. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't realize that was the thing that stuck with you. I mean... I should have paid attention to what Alfred Hitchcock was telling me, but. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, this is a diversion, but I went on a water park slide that was kind of twisty and turny last winter. And then the next day I just fell down a couple times. (laughs) (laughs) I just fell down. So I, I can't do anything that spins anymore. So like, where does, I've obviously never had vertigo. Where does it come from? How do you get it? It's like your inner ear gets out of whack. I don't know. I'm lucky because mine just resolved Mm -hmm. in a day, but it can stick with you for a long time. Oh, man. Yeah. I kind of wish I had that excuse for carnival rides. You can say you do. Well, they just make me motion sick, which I feel like everybody just rolls their eyes at that excuse, but everybody's going to roll their eyes until you vomit on them. Right. So how about Jay? Any cute stuff this week? Um, well, we took a mother-son trip to New York to visit a mutual friend, uh, not this past weekend, but the weekend before. And uh, all things considered, it went pretty well. But there was one particularly funny moment where our wonderful hosts drove us out to see this beautiful waterfall. And, you know, I had just kind of forgotten what the northeast was like in the fall and how beautiful literally everything is so (laughs) right so they took us to see this beautiful waterfall the kids were in a good mood and as we were walking to the waterfall we came across a slug on the path and that was all all jay wanted to do (laughs) that all he wanted to do was look at the slug he paid a fraction of a percent of attention to the beautiful waterfall and now that's all he remembers about the trip is Mr. Slug (laughs) that is classic (laughs) how is the no screen time during the week going 
It's okay. Yesterday, my nobody even asked for screen time. Wow. Usually they do, and I shoot it down, and I say they can keep asking, but we're still not having it. <laughs> so we've been on Fridays. They can have some screen time, and on the weekends, but so far it's going well. Wow. I remain yeah. super impressed. Oh, thank you. Well, no real changes to screen time here. Other than the fact that on our trip to New York, I somehow gave myself a stress fracture in my foot. Oh, shoot. So I am supposed to wear this boot and they like stupidly tell you, oh, well, the only real cure is to rest it, which is just not something that exists when you have a two-year-old. So we have been watching a little bit more screen time. I think that's fine. (laughs) (laughs) The indignities of getting old. True. Well, should we move on to sunnier topics? Bolt! That's that's the movie we watched. (laughs) I thought you were just shouting random words. (laughs) Get out of here! (laughs) Run! Scream. Um, I could go on. (laughs) For this episode, we watched the 2006... 2006? 2008 Disney movie Bolt. Why don't you tell us about it, Deborah? Bolt is a film starring John Travolta and Miley Cyrus. And it's about a puppy who stars in a television show where his owner, Penny, has a dad who has super enhanced Bolt. And then the dad was kidnapped or held hostage by some criminal mastermind, evil scientist types. One of them has like one evil green eye. And that's where you think it's going. And then it's revealed that Penny and Bolt are actors in this series. But to maintain the integrity of the drama on the show, the entire production crew, director, other actors, let Bolt think that that is his life, a la Jim Carrey in The Truman Show. And he ends up escaping by accident the soundstage where the show is taped. And he's separated, and he runs into a cat and, like, a guinea pig (laughs) (laughs) named Rhino, who kind of convince him that he's not really a superhero and they help him get all the way from New York city to back to Los Angeles so that he can find Penny. So why did we pick it? It shows up on our cable box whenever we're searching for a kid's movie and my kids really wanted to watch it for a long time. So that's how it got on my radar. Yeah, and I when you mentioned it, I was just surprised that it was not on my radar at all because I consider myself quite a fan of Disney animation and yet I had completely forgotten this existed. So I was super interested to watch it. Yeah, 2008 was pre-kids for both of us. So mm-hmm. was it a was it in the theater? It must have been. Cuz I remember cuz The Princess and the Frog came out the year later and I remember seeing that one in the theater. Okay. What are your feelings about Disney? Are you a Disney fan? Are you a Disney person? Do you see all the Disney movies? I am definitely a Disney fan now that I have kids. I was a... I didn't think much about Disney or think much of Disney prior to having kids. And since having kids and watching a lot of Disney films, both 
vintage and more recent, I am a big fan. I think they're wonderful artists, musicians, film creators. I love them. Maybe not quite as much as Pixar, but. Well, you know, now they're all run by the same dude. True. Which is maybe why they're all sort of rising to a better level. Yeah. Um, Do you, because I Wikipedia the like list of Disney uh, animation studios films and I look through just to see what the ones were that I thought were, you know, really good, really good ones, favorites of mine, Mm -hmm. just to sort of do some soul searching and figure out where Bolt, (laughs) just to figure out where Bolt fit. It seems, even though I wouldn't have told you, I was a fan of Disney princesses, but if I look back at the list, like, 70% of my favorites are actually princess movies. Agreed. Yeah. Makes me feel like a bad feminist. I know. I feel like... For a time, we were taught that in order to be a forward-thinking woman, that you had to eschew that whole princess industrial complex. And I think there is space for women, or there should be a space for women to be girly and also be feminists. And I definitely think in the last like 10 to 12 to possibly 15 years there have been a bunch of princess movies where I mean we've talked about Moana before and Frozen it's possible to be a princess and be like an independent person and not have to be rescued by Prince Charming like some of the older princess movies they are definitely trying to step up the female empowerment angle and I do appreciate that (laughs) Mm -hmm. But all that to say that maybe that was why Bolt just kind of stayed under my radar. Like, And it's not a musical. Right. Like, it has a decent soundtrack and there is a lovely, lovely Jenny Lewis tune in it. But I feel like the Disney films where there's a soundtrack to sell along with the movie and the merchandise, they're just, a, it's just a bigger cultural phenomenon. That is such a good point, and I didn't even put that together in my head, but you know I love musicals, and right. there's a reason why I will never think Wreck-It Ralph and Big Hero 6 are as good as Moana and Tangled. <laughs> right. So maybe we should talk about our general thoughts about the plot? Yeah, the plot, I was surprised by how much I liked it. And was kind of captured by it. It's really meta <laughs> and postmodern and trick tricky. Like, how did they sell that as a kids movie premise? Well, apparently they didn't sell it very well because I didn't realize it existed. True, <laughs> true. But you were spot on when you said it was the Truman Show for a dog. Right. I guess I found it a little bit harder to suspend my disbelief. And I couldn't stop thinking logistically how what was presumably a network tv series could have the money to make all these effects so seamless like there's this one action shot where bolt is running super fast down a street and like towing penny on a scooter and they're like snaking between all this moving traffic and i mean 
there's no way that would ever have been done without effects. Right. It was like a Fast and Furious segment. Yeah. I mean, which I reference a lot on this podcast (laughs) because that's like the only uh, action movie that, and I haven't even seen it, but. (laughs) It? You mean them? (laughs) Them, yeah. I think if you did like a word cloud of the other movies that get referenced in our podcast, it would probably be (laughs) Fast and Furious and Moana would be right up there. (laughs) Yeah. It also really bugged me that apparently Penny bought Bolt or Penny's parents bought Bolt for her with the idea that they would be an acting duo together when she was a child like a younger child oh is that what that first scene was yeah it seems like a that is a whole next level stage mom that is okay so the first scene for people who haven't watched it it's just like an adorable little girl picking out an even more adorable little puppy in a pet store and it just looks like this sunny little scene and then they transition to the show and like the colors get dark like almost sepia toned and you know that something else is going on I guess I didn't pick up on the fact that they were Penny's mom was such a dance mom stage mom Well, it's funny because we meet Penny's mom and she seems you know fine and loving but in the back of my head I'm just like Oh, this is some crazy exploitation, lady. <laughs> yeah, totally. Totally. But I guess maybe we should go top level. Yes. I thought it was very clever, especially for something that predated the Lego movie. <laughs> like which nothing else I... was allowed to be self-referential before that. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I don't know. And I haven't been watching kids shows for that long, I guess. But the Lego movie to me was self-conscious in a way that other kids movies haven't been to me and this was predated that by more than a decade I think or around a decade yes but it lacked a sense of humor about itself certainly but there were funny characters like when Bolt lands in like Central Park (laughs) in New York and he meets a trio of pigeons (laughs) who are like trying to figure out why he looks familiar. And then there are all these city buses that pass by that have like bolt head. And like, it's a huge bus wrapped advertisement for bolt. And they're just like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I know you from. (laughs) I don't know. It's funny. Yeah. I will grant you that. I kind of liked the action sequences from the show better than the rest of the movie I think I I think we had opposite reactions like I think I really liked the story of Bolt finding Penny and I could take or leave the the show so you would actually what was the show called that Bolt was on I think it was called Bolt (laughs) (laughs) so you would actually watch that show um no I think I just enjoyed the way it was filmed so much like a real action movie that got it. It's just not something you usually see in a cartoon. It just seemed like there was a lot of attention to detail in I don't know, the directing. What do you call it in an animated film? Like the way the shots were framed. And then you get to see the producers and directors like on the cutting room floor, like screaming at each other because there's a boom <laughs> that was in funny. the frame. 
And it's not that they're mad that there's a boom in the frame. It's because the dog could see it and realize that he's on a show. That's why they're mad. (laughs) Yeah, I did like that sort of like Hunger Games control room behind the scenes. As a Midwesterner, are you at all bothered by movies that treat the entire middle of the country as just like a, I don't know, a place to travel through to get to the coasts? No, not really, but I am bothered by movies that are set in Minnesota that have actors not from Minnesota do a Minnesotan accent. I can't stand those movies or shows. Fargo, I'm looking at you. <laughs> the show, not the movie. What I about, can't watch it. What about Drop Dead Gorgeous? Does that mean that you hate can't Drop Dead Gorgeous? watch it. <sighs> Terrible. It's terrible. The accents are not, uh, like, they're not even close. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh, that makes me so sad. <laughs> you can, I, I understand. Other people can overlook it, but I can't. Wow. Kirstie Alley. <laughs> um, how about you? Are you, because you, you've lived in the Midwest and in a major, in New York City. So what's your feeling? I think in general, I am pretty bothered by the way the middle of the country is thought of and portrayed by people on either coast. Uh, That's not to say that it's never well-intentioned. It's just either condescending or dismissive, Mm -hmm. uh, which Mm -hmm. is frustrating. I guess I have the the double whammy of being from the Midwest and now living in the South, I feel like those are both areas that definitely get much maligned. (laughs) Yeah, completely. Yeah. Speaking of areas of the country, this is just a funny little nitpick moment. But so at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, Bolt finds Penny and they realize that it's wrong for him to continue living a lie. Uh, So Penny quits the television show and Penny, her mom and Bolt and the cat, and presumably the hamster, move to the country slash what kind of looks like a farm? What are they Mm -hmm. doing? Are they farmers now? I didn't put that much thought into it. (laughs) I was like, are they just in the country? How are you making a living? Well, can't they just live on royalties? Or is that what you call oh maybe residuals do you think do you think bolt made it through enough episodes to get to syndication (laughs) what is it like 100 episodes or something (laughs) there were a lot of people on the cutting room floor i think it was a big show all right all right (laughs) i think they i think they might have been well maybe they dipped into penny's college fund (laughs) (laughs) to make that move uh, we didn't talk about, cause we, we just watched Paw Patrol and, um, the whole cat versus dog. Yes. Oh, and I even had it written <laughs> down. Okay. Tell, tell me your thoughts. So, so the cats on the show, Bolt, of course are self-aware enough to realize that they are actors on a television series and they know that Bolt is supposed to believe that he is his role and they are the reason that he 
accidentally escapes from his trailer because they lure him out because they're assholes. (laughs) (laughs) And that, I thought, was the perfect dog v. cat portrayal. Oh, of course of the cats time. are assholes. And of course, <laughs> within the world of the show, the cats are actually evil. We need to look into doing a show that is actually all about cats. Oh, I guess the cat world has Daniel Tiger. He's pretty benign. Aristocats. And there's some mean, uh, racistly portrayed Siamese cats in that picture. Wait, wait, wait. Isn't yeah. that Lady and the Tramp? Oh, shoot. I'm mixing up my the Disney felines. The Siamese cat song is from Lady and the Tramp. Okay. Garfield. There's Garfield. Ugh, please don't hold Garfield (laughs) up as some kind of example. What did you think about Mr. Travolta in the starring role? You know, if it hadn't been, like, one of the first things that you read about Bolt, either in the tiny cable synopsis or on Wikipedia or anything, I don't think I would have recognized his voice. And usually I'm pretty good at recognizing voices of actors. And I realized that he has kind of a bland voice. I I thought he was fine, but I didn't think he was great. Mm-hmm. He was no Louis C.K. in Secret Lake of Pets. Oh. Um, <laughs> see... This is just a weird, it might be a weird thing for me, but like when you're casting two recognizable stars as like the leads in an animated film Mm -hmm. and you're kind of relying on the audience knowing who these actors are, Mm -hmm. it just bugs me when they don't make them of an age. Like I, (laughs) Mm. and it, It's not like the pairing between Bolt and Mittens the cat was a romantic pairing, but like, I don't know, it felt like they should have at least been peers. And I couldn't get Mm -hmm. the fact that Miley Cyrus was a teenager or maybe an early 20-something, but I think a teenager, and John Travolta was, you know, in his 50s or however old he is. Yeah, back in 2008, that was, like, before John Travolta's, like, Scientology sex scandal, right? I don't even know about it. And it was also before Miley Cyrus, like, her bangers tour. She was still, like, a Disney. Yeah. Well, was she on that show of hers? Was that still going? What was that called? Hannah Montana. Yeah, was she still <laughs> Hannah Montana? I think she was. Wow. This or is maybe a long time ago, almost ten years, yeah. Yeah, don't take my word for it. But yeah, weirdly that bothers me. Like if it's gonna be a buddy picture, I want the people doing the voice acting to believably be able to be buddies. Is that weird? Yeah. I don't think it's weird. I think it's maybe not possible all the time. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, your mouth is saying, no, that's not weird, but your eyes are saying, how do I say this nicely? <laughs> that's super weird, Katie. Let it go. <laughs> so did anybody else stand out to you? Um, I had to look up, so Penny's agent's voice was recognizable to me, and he was played by Greg German from Allie McBeal. Yeah, his voice um, was familiar. And then Penny's mom was played by Gray Delisle, who is 
according to IMDb, she's primarily a voice actor. And she's also been in some other shows that we've watched for this podcast, like Elena of Avalor and the DC superhero girls. I thought they were well cast. Did you have any thoughts on the animation style of the show? I think you had more thoughts than I did. I was really genuinely impressed by the action sequences. They were good. And then the guinea pig... So the guinea pig named Rhino was a hilarious character, I thought. And he is in one of those plastic balls that you can buy for a guinea pig if you have a guinea pig as a pet so that it can, like, run around your house, but they're still contained. So they're not pooping everywhere. Is that the reason for it? I just assumed, yeah. Okay. So that was funny. He was always in that little bubble, and then at one point he, like, fogged up the bubble. (laughs) And then Drew, like wiped out little eye holes for himself and then a smiley face that was that was funny i also i laughed out loud when a door was you know a door was coming down from above and he like just rolled under it at the last minute and he was like holding it up with his little (laughs) guinea pig arms but it was really the the ball that was holding it up (laughs) (laughs) yes rhino we haven't said enough about rhino he was a great uh, sidekick the primary mm-hmm. relationship was between bolt and mittens and mittens the streetwise cat like learned to need people mm-hmm. uh, and she taught bolt how being just a regular dog could be great but then they had this wonderful sidekick rhino who was there for comic relief and he was very adorable mm-hmm. did you find yourself comparing it to any adult movie or tv show Well, I mentioned the Truman Show. Also, Entourage a little bit because it's about, like, an actor who kind of blurs the lines between fact and fiction and, like, fame and real life and has this kind of motley group of friends who rally behind him. So that a little bit. Lassie. (laughs) I feel like there's some obvious parallels to Lassie because uh-huh. in the end sorry to spoil it guys but Bolt just the dog rescues Penny from a fire in like on the soundstage not using that's not part of the show Bolt he's like just being a dog he was a super dog all along <laughs> yeah <laughs> did you notice how much the show Bolt took from Inspector Gadget, speaking of Penny. No, no, that's a good observation. Well, just that her name was Penny, and then the green-eyed man, the main villain, was always, like, uh, sitting and petting his cat in a really menacing way, the same way that, uh, was it Dr. Claw? I think so. I would always do on Inspector Gadget. Anyway, um... Gosh, all I remember about Inspector Gadget is the theme song, which was good. It was good. I remember hardly anything about the show. Well, it was Penny and her dog that were always—they were always rescuing. But her dog's name was Brain, which I thought was an awesome dog name. Mm-hmm. So the movies and TV shows that it made me think of the entire movie, not just the show within a show, were. Movies and TV shows where people think they're really good at something and then get proven wrong. (laughs) So I thought of uh, 
strangely, the movie 21 Jump Street, where Channing Tatum was really popular in real high school, and then he goes back to pretend high school. And yes. Totally awful at it. And then I thought of the most recent season of Gilmore Girls, where Rory realizes that she's actually a terrible journalist. <laughs> oh, I haven't watched that. Is that the reboot? The yeah. much hyped mm-hmm. yes. reboot? Oh, okay. I haven't seen that. Mm, you don't need to. It's bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they'll make more. And maybe at a certain point, like just the critical mass of it will mean that you'll have to watch it. But for now, there's no reason to go back and watch it. it was true. Okay. Um, so those were the two things that I thought of. Did you do any casting of a gritty HBO reboot? Just a couple. So, like I said earlier, John Travolta was a unremarkable voice choice for the dog. So, I, if I were casting it... I would cast Leslie Jones from Saturday Night Live. She, I think her vocal range is, she could, just as a voice actor, her voice is like low enough, she could play a male or a female. It could go either way. And she is, could do like a gonzo performance of both, I think. And we could add a little bit more of that humor into it. I like it. Yeah. And then pair her with Nathan Lane as Rhino the guinea pig. Are you sure that's not just too much, Gonzo? I'd watch it. How about you? Um, and I and I would actually probably leave Miley Cyrus, but Miley Cyrus of like three years ago on the <laughs> Bangers tour, that Miley Cyrus. Oh, man. Yeah, I would watch <laughs> at least the first episode of this train wreck. <laughs> <laughs> so I was stuck on the Gilmore Girls and... So I I thought that maybe Milo Ventimiglia, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. He's currently starring on This Is Us. Okay. Uh, who I think is someone who is not very good at his job, but keeps getting jobs. So he, it's kind of like one of those, an actor playing himself shows. Mm-hmm. So he goes home to his small hometown for whatever reason. Maybe he's nursing a sick parent or something. Um, And he can't get a part in the local production of Pirates of Penzance. (laughs) So then he realizes that maybe his talents could be better spent elsewhere, like opening a bed and breakfast or something. And he is helped by his loyal sidekick, Rhino, played by Josh Gad. And... Christina Ricci could play Mittens because, again, with the huge Ooh, eyes. Oh, that would be good. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like Christina Ricci also gets name dropped. Put her in the word cloud with uh, Moana and Fast and Furious. So speaking of Moana, was it better when we were kids? Well, Lassie was pretty available on Nick at Night. Yeah, back we when Nick at Night played actually old television shows and not like Full well, house. it plays actually old television shows. Hush, hush. <laughs> they just happen to be from our youth. Oh, man. No. <laughs> Again, I looked at the full Disney animation list, and just from a Disney uh-huh. perspective, before Tangled, I would have said, yes, Disney movies were better when we were kids. But I am totally on board with this renaissance, and I'm happy to think of both as a part of that 
Well, if not totally happy about it, I will give it a shrug. Did you ever watch Old Yeller as a child? Um, no. I think I get it confused in my head with where the red fern grows. Oh, they're both sad. Yeah, and they're yeah. both about dogs dying, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think that it was not better when we were kids. <laughs> the available movies about dogs. dog movies <laughs> are either, like, funny or they're kind of, like, feel-good movies. Dogs don't die in movies anymore. What about, um... Okay, so I've never actually seen the entirety of the movie Marley and Me, but I did once turn on like the last 15 minutes in which they put down the dog and I still cried. Like I was not Is that what happened in the movie? In Marley and Me? Yeah. I've never seen it. It's like oh. the story of the whole life of this dog. Is Jennifer Aniston in that? Mhm. Is and that for kids? No, no. Well, I think okay. it's, it's I think it's a family movie. Okay. Would you ever watch Bolt alone voluntarily? No, but you know what I would watch? I would watch like an animated short revolving around just Rhino. <laughs> if it was made by like a French film team, the kind that like usually wins like an animated short at the Oscars, <laughs> I'd watch that. Yeah, it seems like it would kind of be Remember when we talked about Teen Beach Movie and I said it was like a blunt instrument for happiness? Yeah. I feel yeah. like a sh an all-rhino short would have the same effect. Mm -hmm. But I agree with you. How about you? I would not watch this alone voluntarily. There are several other Disney movies I would watch before this. And possibly some uh, late 80s Amblin entertainment animated mm -hmm. movies as well. That an American Tale springs to mind. Definitely would choose that over this. Oh my God, American Tale! <laughs> I had I had piano sheet music to somewhere out there. Of course you did. <laughs> <laughs> and I would play and sing it, and it's like in a register. It's like in a register that's too high for my voice. <laughs> So I would only play it, like, if nobody was listening. Oh, that is adorable. <laughs> but I love that song. <laughs> so did every kid our age. So speaking of kids, should we do 10 seconds on whether this is good for our kids? Sure. Uh, my seven, four, and four-year-olds liked it. A few of the parts were a little scary. But overall, I think it was fine. Agreed. Jay actually watched this one with me, and he did find some of the action sequences to be a little scary, but for the mm -hmm. most part, he just didn't care. Mm -hmm. He didn't seem to connect with any of the characters the same way that he has connected with some other characters. Marshall, Rocky, Sky. <laughs> <laughs> Ratings? I'd give it a three. I'm right there with you. For once, yeah. we're on the same page. All right. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of It's My Screen Time 2. Please rate and review us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Find us on Facebook to continue the conversation at facebook.com slash mystreentime2. 
And that's also where you'll find out what we're covering in our next episode if you would like to watch along with us. You can tweet us with show or movie suggestions or general comments at at myscreentime2. You can also email us at myscreentime2 at gmail.com. It's My Screen Time 2 is produced by me, Katie Curler, and our theme music was composed and performed by Deborah and her adorable children. Tune in next time for more real talk about the movies and TV beloved by kids and tolerated by parents. Bye! Bye! Yeah! I'm glad you added a producer credit. <laughs> Are you drinking whiskey? Uh...